Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. I feel suppressed. You're not letting me dance to the hot beat of our, of our said, intro. I just said, we need to stop that. I you know. You can't talk about it every week. But I like it. It gets me fired up. Um, <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. What are you fangirling over today? I, today. Today. Today, Friday. I am fangirling over Ezra Furman, who is a musician that I've been seeing for maybe like the past eight years. Ooh. Um, but I saw him again the other night, and it's just been so, it's been such a fun journey <laughs> to watch this person grow and like become such a strong person, oh. artist. And the show was so fun. Where was it? Um, it was at the Terragram Ballroom. Mm, and, you know, like when you're just kind of maybe having like a bi-monthly life crisis, yeah. you feel like you're in a rut. Yeah. I just felt so great oh. during that show. And I left uh, on a high. And it just made me so happy. Because it like, was like, I need, to hold, I need to hold on to this. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been long enough. Uh, okay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm here. I don't feel like it's really <laughs> propelled me. No, I mean, did anymore. it like get you through the week? Like, did, were, did you carry this feeling I mean, of high? It's been so recent. Oh. What so day, far. How long ago did you Last see? night. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I assumed it was a weekend activity because no. I don't do things on school nights. Um, but yeah, they've, it's good. Guys, you're wearing a hot tea, Ezra Furman hot yeah. tea. Uh, Super fangirl right now. It's part of what I'm fangirling though over though is your outfit that you came in this morning. You're wearing like a pencil skirt that has like lips on it. I don't know. I was real into it. You're wearing these like white sort of mod boots. It's a great look. What a time. Thanks. What a time. What a You're great... always I feel like half the time you're fangirling over what I'm wearing, which yeah. is very flattering. Also a little uncomfortable. That's fair. Um g- fair criticism. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this morning cuz I was like uh, talking, I was thinking about how I said that I'm not a cool girl, which again, yes, and like I'm wearing an oversized J. Crew sweater, and that's what you're wearing. And I was just imagining myself. I'm like, yeah, Natalie's a cool girl. I just don't have that in me. But that's we fine. Match. We do match. We're in pink. Yeah. See, it's fine. We're just like doing different things, but we're complementing each other. <sighs> just the story of our lives. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> just yes. the story of our lives. What else are you fangirling? Well, you know about this, and I can't shut up about it. Um. This is not new. It came out maybe last year sometime. My husband forced me to watch Thor Ragnarok. Now, this is Thor 3. Yeah. Okay. First little inside tip. Chris Hemsworth is my pass. Like, so I'm usually all about Chris Hemsworth, like, in general. But I was just like, "Eh, I don't know. We haven't seen... We haven't seen Black Panther. We haven't seen... so good. I know. We haven't seen Avengers. Like, but I know I need to see this because it's kind of... It leads up to something. Jeff Goldblum's in it. That's why I want to see it. Here's the thing. So the guy that directed this movie was one of the main writers for Flight of the Concords. So if you watch Flight of the Concords, you know it's that New Zealand humor that's like a slight left from British humor. Mm -hmm. So it's very sort of dry and weird, but like a little extra zany. And... Thor Ragnarok is straight up a comedy. Like, Really? Yes. Like, it is so funny and intentionally funny. And Chris Hemsworth kills it. Jeff Goldblum is in it. Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. They never give him anything to do. It's just like, oh, Hulk, like smash. He's hilarious in this movie. And I was just, I was dying the whole time. I was very entertained. It was like two plus hours, which normally is my threshold of just like, oh. And I loved it. I can't stop talking about it. This same guy, I can't remember if I fangirled over this or not. This same guy, he has a very um, sort of uh, 
traditional like New Zealand name, so I don't want to butcher it, but okay. we'll put it in the show notes. Um, he also did this movie called The Hunt for the Wilder People, which was on Hulu. Which Never Sam- heard of it. It's hilarious. You have to watch it. It's Sam Neill's in it. It's <gasps> him and this little like New Zealand kid literally get like stuck in the woods for other reasons, and it is one of the funniest things I watched all of last year. So, guys, check out Thor. So Ragnarok. you really like New Zealand humor. I do. I mean, if you want me to be super annoying and insufferable, ask me about New Zealand, and I'll just start talking for the rest of my life. Um, But I'm all about the people, their culture. They're so lovely. They love a good knit as well. I'd fit right in. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They love athleisure wear and knits. I'm sold. I know. And coffee and gelato. Had some of the best gelato of my life in New Zealand. It's great. Wow. It's a great people. Not even Italy. Not even Italy. New Zealand. (laughs) Got to get that hot New Zealand gelato. Um, It's hot there. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hot gelato. I would would try. Yeah. Would Would eat it. Like ice cream soup? Come on. (sighs) Yeah. Hot ice cream soup? Would absolutely try it. (laughs) It's basically just soup, but sweet soup. Hmm. Did we do it? Maybe not. No. All right. So keeping on brand, I am still sick. I was going to say, I think we're on the mend, but... I I think I'm on the up and up, but I there's still a, a congestion that I'm, I'm not you, it's allergies. loving. Um, oh, really quick before we get into it, though, we have an update. We do? On the Aaliyah video. <gasps> Katie, bless, thank you for your internet research, she sent us an Amazon link to this VHS where we can learn to dance like Aaliyah. She also buried the lead a little bit because we also can learn to dance like the Backstreet oh, Boys. It's $8.99. Mm-hmm. It looks like it predates Darren's Dance Grooves, which is what I'm familiar with. Yes. I'm trying to find someone who has a VHS player. I need it. Yeah. It's going to happen. It it looks great. All of the reviews are amazing. They're all from like 2001. And then there's just like one person from 2011 that's like, I rented this at the library. Bless. Love those people. <laughs> yes. Love, love, love. I used to get the Barbie workout video rented from Blockbuster and would just watch it. <laughs> With that Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, which is funny because it's something that I do, I've done as an adult several times, uh-huh. like actually done it, but I would just watch it. Odd. Yeah. Odd child. <laughs> But bless you, that blockbuster. You get that king size Butterfinger, and watch and watch a workout and watch tape. a workout tape, a Barbie workout tape. Okay, that was very important introduction. I'm so sorry that I forgot about it before. All right, sick days. We've talked about our game shows, our dating shows, our dating shows, our gross dating shows. I know. I was thinking so much about it. Somebody did we talk about a limitate? Somebody else was asking me about no, a limitate. Uh, I do remember it. Yeah, and I, I was just like, oh, forgot. So many other other shows. By the way, my my aunt did text me this morning, and she was like, I need to know how old Wilson Cruz is, and apparently I'm her IMDb. And so then I told her, and she was like, oh, he looks amazing, and I was like, I know, man looks fountain of youth. Twenty nine. You could pull it off. Yeah, twenty nine, thirty. Looks younger than me. Yeah, looks younger than me. Skin looks great. All right. What else is there to talk about? What else did you watch on a sick day? I mean, I we could say soap operas, but that was something I always felt like I was tortured to yeah. watch. Like it was a punishment. It's funny. It's one of those things where it's like you could not watch Days of Our Lives for like two years and then start watching Days right now and you'd be like, oh, uh-huh. I like I yeah like you I remember get in. yeah you like the storylines move very slowly yeah and it's still craziness and so you wouldn't have to pay attention too much but 
there were too many and they were all kind of i mean unless we're going to talk about passions but we're not <laughs> someday um, the only other great thing that i watched while i was sick were talk shows a lot of talk shows the 90s were a time for talk shows are talk shows dead ooh Which, i mean i mean not like ellen talk shows but yeah. like i mean uh, there's the dr genre? phil is that a talk show the doctors yeah. No, I don't know. See, that's interesting mm-hmm. because talk shows have kind of evolved to like a panel. I mean, oh. there's always been the view, but now there's like the chew and the talk. The doctors, yeah. the talk. Mm, yeah, maybe we just the real. We got bored with one person. We wanted multiple opinions. Ooh. All right. Let's start though. Getting ahead of ourselves. First of all, guys, we're going to just set this out there. We are not going to talk about Oprah. Here's my logic as to why we're not going to talk about <laughs> Oprah. One, she's a goddess. She's a goddess. I, I just said that. And Oprah, you couldn't feel bad about yourself. Like, when I'm a sick, hot mess, I want to, like, simmer in that feeling for a while. Mm-hmm. And I want to, like, float around with the trash, which is why I liked watching dating shows. So when I was sick, Oprah would be like, okay, like, great. Let me read a book. Like, I, I'm feeling terrible about myself yeah. already. Like, I don't need to feel better yet, Oprah. You stay over there. You be magical and wonderful and your beautiful unicorn self. I'll get to you when I feel better. But right now, I need some Ricky Lake. <laughs> That's yeah. what I need in my life. Um, maybe we start with Ricky. Sure. Okay, this was shocking to me. Ricky Lake was on from 1993 to 2004. 2004? Right? That seemed crazy. Who's watching it then? Don't know. But so it filmed in New York. So Ricky was like a pioneer. Who knew that the girl from Hairspray would become a talk show pioneer? But so the show, if you don't recall, specialized in sensational topics. And it was geared towards teenagers, young adults, and college students and urban viewers, which I was like, "Mm -hmm." Um, Jenny Jones also says she's a pioneer in that. So I know. But so basically it was like, we're going after Gen X, and that's not who the advertisers were advertising towards in these shows, because they're assuming everyone who's watching these shows is like a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, it's like you'd watch, like a teenager, and then it would cut to like a medication commercial. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be like Wilford Brimley and like diabetes. Um, Yeah, and you're like, "Mm, this feels like a mismatch. Um, But so (laughs) the majority of the shows had surprises waiting for the guests. Do you remember this? There would be like a doorbell that would ring. Yes. Did you just have like a moment of remembering? So it would be like some guy talking about how he had an affair and then, like, wouldn't know that his wife was there. Like, it's kind of mean and cruel yeah, when you really think about it. that's how good talk shows work. Yeah, but mean. also, you're going on the Ricky Lake show, you idiot. Like, it's not yeah. the pilot episode. Nothing's like, going to be good. No. Don't confess anything on television. Like It's like, I don't want to go off topic, but Ryan Seacrest does that Ryan's Flowers the thing. Ryan's the Ryan's Roses. Did you say Ryan's Flowers? Yeah. Ryan's Roses. It's the meanest <laughs> thing I hate it. They do it like around the country because they like, used to do it in Minnesota. Everyone who too. does that can fuck off. Oh my god! Like, but also, like just putting yourself in someone's business. I'm so distrustful of anyone's like, yeah, here's free flowers. Like, no, why? Yeah, also, who wants flowers ever? Also, Not I me. never answer my phone if I don't know the number, so it's never, never happening to me. Nobody answer your phone. It's Ryan Seacrest yes. trying to sabotage your relationship. <laughs> um, but so Ricky was always like, surprise, like. 
gotcha, basically, with this doorbell. And then they'd bring on another guest and there'd be confrontation. And it was, like, super aggressive and weird. And But the drama was real high. Also, I don't know if you remember this, Ricky got kind of political at times. So she had the minister on from, like, the Wichita or the West Baptist Church. Oh, Do you know okay. about these people? Yeah. Okay, they're the people that, like, are assholes and pickets. Yes, of course. You know, the veterans and AIDS victims and all that stuff. So she had him on. This is first season. And first season? The first season. Okay. They things got so heated that it because he was like explaining why people with AIDS deserve to die, like a freaking crazy person. And she was, you know, agitated, whatever. He had to be physically removed from the set by her producers and like bodyguard people. And then later after he died, she said that he said on air on stage that she worshipped her rectum or something and she was like what it got crazy but yeah like physically removed from the set quick little anecdote about me this aired basically in parallel on channel four in england this was like a worldwide sensation so i like never missed an episode because we lived in england in 95 and my mother would always be like Stop watching that trash. <laughs> like, she just equates Ricky Lake with trash, basically. Aww. I know. So sad. I, my, my thing with Ricky Lake is, like, what came first, chicken or the egg? Like, I don't know what I saw first, Ricky Lake or Hairspray. Mm, oh, they, yeah. like, I don't know. I think I saw Ricky Lake first and then realized that she was in Hairspray and was very I, confused. I, yeah, I feel like maybe someone told me. I just have no memory of, like, I can't separate them. Yeah. Like, I don't know The which original one. Hairspray is... The best. A goddamn delight. And then remember when she got all skinny and it was kind of like too much? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, she I, always had like a good like skirt jacket yeah. set mm-hmm. and like a short layered haircut. Yeah. It always worked. It always worked for her. It was it was great. Um, okay. So you mentioned Jenny Jones. Should we talk about Jenny? Uh Jenny Jones was my show. I was going to say, I, you were weirdly in love with Jenny Jones. Because Jenny Jones was... A freak show. Yeah. But it did, it, also it trendy. Yes. It was just like very bright 90s. Mm-hmm. She was very much like following all the trends. Like she would do weird twists in her hair and yeah. blah, blah, blah. She was just weird. She, she liked like a sweater set when that yeah. was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, she So she was a stand-up comedian uh, and never worked in television. And then they gave her a show. Why? <laughs> We don't Who know. Knows? Who knows? But it was a gift. Mm-hmm. It ran from 1991 to 2003. Most of the shows we're talking about today started in 1991, which is crazy. Why? Like, they, the world decided we need talk shows. We need talk shows. I mean, you had, like, Phil Donahue and Sally Jesse Raphael, but, like, these were, like, we need to update this All format. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they filmed in Chicago, which I did not know. Oh, I didn't know that either. Um, over 2,000 shows. Close to 50,000 guests. Whoa. And they kind of pride themselves as the first daytime talk show to feature hip musical acts. A lot of hip hop. They've got Nelly. What? In one episode. Yeah. Huh. They were very cool. Apparently. Jenny Jones knew what's up. And she Finger also, on the pulse. This is from her website, okay? She says that they're one of the first to do their own documentaries on the show called Talkumentaries. No, no. No, no, Jenny. No, no. <laughs> I like that the talk is all uppercase to like really enforce talk. it. Talk. And this is a quote. We were definitely the makeover champions. The biker <laughs> chicks were always my favorites. <laughs> this is why I love Jenny Jones. Love a makeover. Makeover at least once a week. Yep. And there were always 
it was like a very boot camp focused. So it'd be like an outrageous teen who was like, I'm Jessica and I'm 14 years old. My boyfriend is older than my dad. He takes me and my friends to buy halter tops and go see R-rated movies. I don't give a heck what you think. And then they come out all like, whatever. And then they get scared and get sent to boot camp. Totally. I live for that. Totally. Yeah, Jenny would like, didn't she like have a person that would like whip them into shape? Yes. I don't give a heck what you think. He comes out in camo pants and a hat and just yells a bunch and they cry. I mean, they could be actors, but I'm always just like, how do you go home after that? I mean... If you're not. Because, you know, I always assume it's a mix of actors and, like, yeah. real people who believe in the show. Uh-huh. So what do you do after that? Uh, we need a Jenny Jones. Where are they now? I just had, like, a wave of positive emotion rush over me because I've kind of forgotten about the boot camp aspect of it. And I can hear it. It's so And important. I can see it. And you, I can totally see the, like, 14-year-old girl that, like, thinks she's all hard. And then and she breaks like, instantly. Immediately. Instantly. Yes. And all the makeover episodes are very weird because it's just what society thinks you should look like. Yeah. It's kind of like a harsher what not to wear. Yeah. Um, Stacey London did a show. It was very conformative. Stacey London did a show more recently that was like Love, Luster, Run. Mm-hmm. And it showed like what people's perspective of your outfits are. Oh. And then she kind of like changes them. But based on what you like. Stacey London was always pretty good about it, that. like true to you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what's up. Talk shows did not get that. They were like, no. you're going to be clean now. Even on What Not to Wear, she would always kind of do that. Be like, all right, what's your vibe? Like, yeah. she wouldn't take you and, like, put you in an oversized right. J. Crew sweater. Like That's she... what they did on talk shows. Yes. <laughs> I've even seen some op- old Oprahs where yeah. they do that. Be like, here's your sweater set. Like, my teen is crazy. She has a nose ring. Well, let's put her, let's put her in a suit set. <laughs> <laughs> let's get her some capris. Um, how about a skort? So, Jenny Jones, a lot of crazy things. Uh-huh. I remember this one episode where it was just people that had, like, size F through like p boobs it was just an insane episode but it also had its issues uh jenny jones took much yeah much like ricky lake there was some secrets involved Mm -hmm. and there was a special secret uh secret crushes episode in 1995 where it was like a same-sex crush was revealed. Okay. And so a guy who didn't know what was going on, but he did because he agreed to go on the show. Right. And apparently was told it would be a guy or a girl, but he assumed it would be a girl, uh-huh. would reveal that they have a crush on them. Turns out it was one of his, I think, co-workers. I think um, so. That was a male. And on the show, he just kind of like laughs it off and it's awkward. But then he, like, after the show, he murders this guy. Yeah, like three days later. Yeah. Like, he shoots this guy, so the family sues the show, and it's, like, a whole thing. The guy gets sentenced to, like, 25, 50 years in prison. It was a hard time. Yet the show continued, which I don't think would fly at all today. Oh, no. That's definitely off the air immediately. Yeah. Uproar the whole thing. But this was was 95. The show went until 2003. Yeah. (laughs) You're talking another eight years. Yeah, Post so murder. Jenny Jones is doing the show while also going to court. Yeah, while being, there's litigation. $25 yeah. million, dollars, holy shit. 
Um, you have a note in here that Mo Collins did a great Jenny Jones on Mad TV. One of my favorites. A lot of Ricky Lake got spoofed all the time. Jay Moore was played Ricky Lake in drag. And, like, again, there there's a whole medium of television that we don't have anymore that doesn't get to get spoofed. Like That's, <laughs> that's probably why SNL does so many game shows now. Probably. They don't have enough talk shows. That's true. Um, all right. Let's let's keep the trash going. Um, <laughs> moving right along. 1991 also gave us the Jerry Springer show. Now, well, we're going hard. We're going hard. We'll, we'll, we'll rein it in a little bit okay. at the end. We might as well get into the depths of trash. So the first season was in Cincinnati because... Jerry Springer was, like, the mayor yeah. of Cincinnati, and then he he had, like, some check fraud. Like, he wrote a bad check, and that's, like, how he wasn't the mayor anymore. I don't know. Very strange. Then was in Chicago, and, it, like, is the Jerry Springer show still on? Yes. What? I can't believe it. Like, it never went because off the air? It's moved to Connecticut now. Why? But the set is still the same, so you feel like you're watching a show from 1997. The best part about it is that it started as a political talk show. <laughs> Issues oriented. Quickly changed. Quickly changed. Um, and it quickly changed to model itself after Ricky Lake because they wanted those young, they wanted those youths, much like other people. Yeah. They wanted that young audience. During the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wanted those sick kids. That's what they wanted. <laughs> um, so by December 1994, the show started featuring such topics as my boyfriend turned out to be a girl and I want my man to stop watching porn, uh, as well as investigating hot topics such as which are sexier, bigger or smaller breasts. Wow. Class act. Yeah. Real crazy. Um, also, Jerry Springer got turned into a movie. Which was critically panned. Have not seen box this office movie. failure. I've seen it. Don't hate it. What? Yeah, Jamie Presley's is it like, in it. Is it like a glitter? Like a so bad it's good? Kind of. Okay. It's like a mockument. Uh, I can't even really say it that way. Maybe it is. It's odd. There's some trailer trashy people. They basically like do this thing about how they, you know, they sort of find the people and do you remember that was part of like ricky lake too would be like are you a half man half woman under three feet yes. tall like you call, call. <laughs> three feet tall i don't know yes um, and it was always like oh okay so it was always you know you're trying to like get into the upcoming shows and uh jerry springer would kind of do the same thing and they find this like sort of very trashy family and then sort of encourage bad behavior um but i don't hate it I don't, I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. What do you got on Jerry Springer? Well, personal accounts is what I have on Jerry Springer. Okay. So when he was still in Chicago, it was very much a thing if you were going to, like, college and that you got tickets to Jerry Springer. Uh-huh. It was just, like, a thing that we did. Yes. I went twice. I can't believe this. Um, the first time I went was with someone I was dating. Oh, my God. And, like, a couple other people. Uh-huh. And it turned out to be for pay-per-view. It wasn't even a regular <gasps> Jerry Springer. Oh, my God. So it was it was up there. <laughs> and I, it's crazy because pay-per-view normally just means boobs. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. naked. So there wasn't a story really. There was like a weird deal or no deal thing happening where all these topless girls would come out with briefcases <laughs> and people would say numbers. And then there was also a 
stripper that was a little person uh-huh. and she ended up giving someone in the audience her phone number like not on camera I was secretly watching it happen oh, okay and that was cr- like that's all I can tell you that happened because nothing happened interesting and then the second time I went was with some friends and it was like a normal episode and it was just like a white trash family drama thing yeah I don't know if it was I think it might have been a mother fighting with her son and her son his her son's girlfriend. Okay, I don't know. They there was hair pulling, bodyguards mm-hmm. pulling apart, the whole bit. Yes. And then afterwards, we went to Walgreens, like nearby, and they were there, and they were all buying stuff silently, and it blew my mind. So I was like, Are they actors? Or are they not? You're like, What's because happening? I, you know, Jerry Springer is full of actors, right? Mm-hmm. But for that family, I still don't know. Huh. It seemed very real at Walgreens. <laughs> You, the silence said a lot. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that you've been two times. Did the set look as trashy and sewery as it did in real life? You know, it looks, it doesn't look as sewery. It's mm-hmm. it's brighter, obviously. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know, got that fence. Very Did, simple. Didn't they also do an episode on bestiality? Yes. <laughs> Someone married a horse, which was like very controversial. Yeah. Because that's like obviously not also accepted. still. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that was 20 years but ago. they went there. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Springer went everywhere. Also, you said there's a movie. There's also an opera. Jerry Springer, opera, London, didn't last long. Would see that. Would see. Very much probably the most parodied talk show. That's what I was thinking. Probably. It's, I mean, it's in Austin Powers. Yes. I think it's definitely has international fame. Like, you would know what that is. Well, it's one of those things where I'm like, Guys, I'm internationally, I'm so sorry. It's so sorry that this is what we're exporting to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also enjoy. You're yeah, welcome. but you know when you go places, foreign countries or whatever, and you see a McDonald's and then you know that the people are getting fat and you just want to apologize to everyone? Or when you go well, to Las Vegas and see foreign tourists there and it's that's like, how I have, feel. we have more, guys. Yeah. There's more. See other I was going to say, if you go to a McDonald's somewhere else, it's normally better ingredients. True. So mm-hmm. they're not as gross as we are. Ketchup, different internationally. Um, yeah, Jerry Springer, just like the hotbed of trash. But, I mean, that's the thing. I don't think my mom's ever seen an episode of Jerry Springer. So she can't can't understand. Like, to her, Ricky Lake is as trashy as it gets because she's never seen anything trashier. Well, what's annoying (laughs) is, like I was talking about with pay-per-view, is Jerry Springer, the story never gets resolved because of the fighting, which can be fun to watch. But at least with Jenny Jones or Ricky Lake, it kind of rounds out. Yeah. You know what's going to (laughs) happen. True. (laughs) True. Okay, let's take a step Back from the edge here. Let's talk about Montel. <gasps> Did you just gasp about Montel. Montel? Doesn't Montel also promote, like, a debit card? I feel and like, like a blender, him. maybe. Maybe, yeah. He's, isn't it Montel sold out? So, so Montel, also 1991. 1991. 1991 to 2008. Unbelievable. They filmed in New York. An African-American guy to this format. Because there really wasn't anyone. And it was like, all right, fine. But then the stories became hopeful. Yeah, there would always be like near-death experiences. Or I saw an angel. Or like I survived. They'd be like kind of intense stories, but not like in a deep Oprah way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then on Wednesdays, 
psychic Sylvia, Sylvia Brown. Brown. <laughs> can My... see her with her hair and her sort of raspy. Like she's she's the talk show equivalent of passions, <laughs> and she is the love of my life. <laughs> She totally is. Oh, my God. She's Timmy. Um, yeah, she – I believed everything she said uh, completely. You can YouTube so many of her fails. It's great. <laughs> They're like, uh, no, that's not it she at like all, She, told Sylvia. some family that her – their kid had drowned or something, but – or someone had drowned. They were, like, choking, but they actually died in 9-11. Like, things are Oh, my so, God. She'd mess up so badly. But, but I also, like – I really just appreciate she, like, stuck to her gut. She'd just be like, no, you're wrong. This is what I see. The reason why you didn't find him is because he's in water. And find him in water, it's like the girl that's missing in Aruba. You can't find somebody. Well, it was September 11th. There was no, he was a fireman, but there was no. See, I keep seeing him in water. And that was my favorite part about her. Always wanted to kind of go see her somewhere. She did a lot of, like, casinos. She did pass away, like, a few years ago. R.I.P. One time uh, I was getting ready for work, and I had the Today Show on, as I would. As you do. And I heard, like, a raspy voice, and I thought it was Sylvia (gasps) Brown. I ran out of the bathroom. (laughs) It was Chaka Khan. Oh. Chaka Khan. Who knew? Didn't know her voice got so raspy. Me either. <laughs> Love that you thought it was Sylvia Brown. Um, also, the Montel Williams, speaking of Sylvia, was awarded the Truly Terrible Television Award for peddling pseudoscience and superstition <laughs> for any episode that had Sylvia Brown on it. Other shows that have won this prestigious award, Psychic Detect- Detectives, Paranormal State, and Sci-Fi's Ghost Hunters. So wait, are the, the Truly Terrible Television Awards, they're just like, Skeptics, or I guess I don't know what. What's the deal? I need to know. Or more do about they those know people. what makes a bad ghost show from a good one? Yeah, like are there also, other? I'm listening. Yeah, also tell us more. The truly terrible television yeah. people. <laughs> um, okay, I feel like we have we have two more to talk about. The last one, 1991. Is this the year of our next year series? Maury, Maury comes out. 1991. Husband of Connie Chung. Husband of Connie Chung, Mr. Chung. Um, it's still on. What is Maury doing? I mean, only paternity tests, really, at this point. The worst is when you would watch and it would be like the 14th guy that she's traipsed out there. And it's like, honey. Don't go on TV for that. No. And also, it's fake, right? Like, is it? I don't know. But why are you going to be that girl? See, I think, again, it's like a half and half. Like, they do hire people on a slow week. But at this point, they're getting people to call in. Like, oh, yeah. They want to know. Yeah. And it's always weird. The reaction of the guy is always so weird. Like, are you rooting for this guy to not be the father? Like, you're it always making... depends on their stories. That's the thing. You're making a personal judgment call. And sometimes it's like, you know that this woman is not great. But also, the worst is, like, when you don't want him to be the dad because he seems like a dick, but then he is, and you're just like, oh. And the babies are always the, the cutest. But then the, like, reactions are always funny. Like, if they're not the father, sometimes they do a dance. Yeah. And, like, there's one that I love that's, like, it's in, like, the pre-roll, but he sings some weird sad song about, like, having someone's second son. I don't know. I love it. And I I YouTube it once in a while just to make me happy. I'm so sorry. I think your sister might be having my second son. I don't know. 
I always feel like, too, they always bring out those babies, and those babies are always wearing, like, a suit. You know what I mean? Like, the little Get kids. the babies out of it. Like, I feel just, like that's a low. Yeah, leave the babies at home. I mean, although they provide that cute factor, but it's just, like, we don't need to be having, like, our daddy at drama on TV with the baby. did it just become those? Because Unclear. I have specific memories of watching Maury. I don't know why. Probably because I was amazed. Probably. But one was about, like, obese children. Oh. And I remember there being, like, a three-year-old who mm. weighed more than I did. Oh, it and of... it was so crazy yeah. to see. And then it was kind of a freak show, I guess. Yeah. And then they would, they'd bring people that have like crazy fears. Yeah. Like there was someone who's afraid of pickles, mm-hmm. of chickens, and people would cotton scream. balls. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. And, and they're like, they agree to come on yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'm so scared of it. And then they'll bring it out mm-hmm. and you watch them freak out and run away. Right. And it was great television. <laughs> Maury. Bless you. Um, I'm just amazed that it's still on. I'm amazed that so many people need to figure out their paternity on yeah. live television oh, or Maury recorded. also did boot camps. Yeah, but not as well as Jenny. No. Jenny, she was a pioneer in yes. the boot camp makeover. Um, all right. Final show. We'll end on a light note. A really light a note. A really, really light note. The Rosie O'Donnell show. Completely different format. Tot- late night during the day. Yes. Very much. Like, was sort of variety show. She was re- very big into Broadway and would do, remember she would have yeah. like and Tom Cruise. Full, well, yeah. But the full chorus line, she, like, she would do a full song of a Broadway mm-hmm. show, which no one else it has was, the patience for. I mean, it, it's Rosie living her dreams. She, I like I everything here. I want to do, I'm going to do it. She was the original fangirl. Like, she yeah. just was like, this is what I like. She did an entire hour-long special devoted to Barbara Streisand. Oh, and when, like, Penny Marshall would be on or something. Just someone amazing. Yeah. It would always be the best episode. She would just have her friends on. Like, she would have all these episodes with Fran Drescher, and they would just, like, chit-chat. Yeah. It was lovely. I mean, Ellen. I love Ellen. I watched, like, Portia was on it this week, and I watched Mm -hmm. her clips. Like, that's cute. Right. Like, your best friend. Your wife. Yeah. But Ellen is more games. Yeah. They talk for a little bit. They play games. Uh Ellen is like the daytime equivalent of Jimmy Fallon. Absolutely. But Rosie was the daytime equivalent of like 90s late night mixed with a little variety show. Yeah. Like a little Letterman with – there's nothing really comparable. It was totally different. I will say though, have you ever watched the episode where she gets into it with Tom Selleck? No. So after Columbine – Rosie becomes very um, pro-gun control and just great in her personal life. It it didn't really like flow into the show very much. She brings Tom Selleck on who wasn't he was promoting a movie um, and he that's surprising is or was an NRA movie um, supporter and they get into it and there's a you can watch it on television. Are there crowd reactions? Uh I just was very focused on the two of them, and she he claims that they had agreed to not speak about it, and she claims the opposite, but it is uncomfortable. Almost in a Tom Cruise, Matt Lauer glib situation Ooh. where you're like, oh my God, like because the tone of the Rosie O'Donnell show was so light and funny and like, haha, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, <laughs> and it is aggressive. Good television, though. So, so good. I, I think we've talked about this before, but Rosie O'Donnell was... A big part of my childhood, mm-hmm. I had, I had her 
talking doll. I had her Barbie doll. I had her joke book. I had you. Like, lo- I had you everything. Loved Rosie, and Rosie. Rosie. Did you want to be the person that introed the guests? Yes. Do you remember that? It'd be like, and today's guests are Chaka Khan, I Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, and the Koosh balls. Oh yeah, she always threw those Koosh balls out. But then you'd be wearing the Rosie O'Donnell jacket, and then you'd be like, and here's Rosie. I guess the producers. And the original people that created the show hated that, hated the live person that intro. Makes sense. But she insisted on it because it then allowed her to talk to a real person every single episode as opposed to just celebrities. Um, and yeah, that Tom Cruise love. Because she wasn't out. No. At this point. And it was like a huge thing. And remember when he came on the show? And it was, I mean, it was huge television. And she lost her damn mind didn't she also do like a marion rhoda reunion thing so, and yeah. she also lost her mind yeah i mean it's basically like if we had a daytime talk show and we just got to bring on that would be the nerdiest Specific talk show. people we love yeah and like just to ask them questions about like what's their favorite candy you know yeah. what i mean like that's my dream to just like sit there <laughs> can you imagine though if we did have our own daytime talk show and we were just interviewing people that we we're obsessed with? I would be so sweaty the <laughs> whole time. But like our face would start to hurt because we would just be smiling. I like forever. That your first question was what's your favorite candy? <laughs> I mean, I all signs know. point to candy podcast, Mara. <laughs> I wanna know. I wanna know what people's candy's the great equalizer. Everyone has their favorite candy. And if they say they don't, I don't and trust it's you. It's like a fun thing to debate about. It's Absolutely. Not like politics where things get real yeah it's like no there's i hate nougat (laughs) like let's talk about that i don't want to talk about the nra i want to talk about nougat (laughs) um speaking of my friend sent me this article that there was a twitter debate between the cast of boy meets world about the location oh i saw that mr feeney's house in relation to the matthews house my friend Laura sent this to me, and I go, these are the issues I care about. Yes. <laughs> like, I want to know. And then Will Friedle posted an actual script that's like, posts the location of like where Mr. Feeney's house, because they were trying Which to decide if it was where? the backyard or like a side yard or like a front yard. It's like, a backyard. Obviously not a front yeah. yard. Yeah, they, they abut. Their houses abut. Oh. Um, which is great. How convenient. How convenient. Uh, but yeah, I just, I felt joy i wanted a break from both nougat and the nra so we got into the issues of today where was mr feeney's house where in relation was it where was it so that's those are all i mean we could talk a lot more i mean this is just the surface of talk shows oh my gosh and our memories of it and then you know one thing about the rosie o'donnell show it had a spinoff the caroline ray show that was a spin-off? Yes, because basically Caroline Ray came in every Friday when Rosie knew she was going to be ending the show. So Caroline Ray would host it every Friday, and the ratings went through the roof. People loved Caroline mm. Ray, and then she had her own show. Bonnie Hunt had a show. What's... Yeah. Carney had a show. Yeah. This I, I think the Rosie O'Donnell show actually replaced the Carney Maybe show. Maybe we should do an episode on failed talk shows. Ooh, so many. Gabrielle Carteris. Wait, who? I sent you one Andrea. recently. Who was it? Paget Brewster. Yes. Yeah, Paget Brewster. Her, like, lost talk show <laughs> so is, weird. has surfaced. Um, but, yeah, a lot of, I mean, Andrea from 90210 had a, had a failed talk show. There's yeah. probably a lot. That might actually be a good one. There's probably a lot of people need, yeah. need to watch. Okay, I think we did it. I think we did it. Next week, you better be better. better I know. Better be better. I, I have to be off theme. Yeah. Should we just do a health a health episode series to, to like will me there? Yes. I hope so. Okay. So guys, 
What did you think? Did your mom think that Ricky Lake was trash? Or did she love it? Or did she secretly love it? Send us an email at hellofangirls at gmail.com. Also, if you're able to find this Aaliyah video on DVD, Katie did some research. She couldn't find it. Appreciate it. But if you can find it, let us know. Or if you have a VHS player that you want to send us, yeah. send it our way. Donations are accepted. Yeah, we will send you our address. <laughs> um, or find us on social at FGF Podcast on Twitter, Fangirl Fridays Podcast on Instagram, or Facebook. And if you really had a great time with us while you were sick with us. Mm, yeah, did we you listen sick? to us yeah. while you were sick? Yeah. Maybe you leave us a review on iTunes. Always fun. <laughs> Always, Always fun, fun to read. So until next Friday, guys. Bye.